Welcome to the Aging Well Podcast. I'm Jeff Armstrong here with Corbin Bruton. In this and the episodes that follow, we will share candid discussions on aging and hear from the experts. We are here to inform and encourage as we experience, well, aging. I had what I called a gratitude check the other day as I learned that a friend from high school's husband who had been really making some great progress with his health. He had lost a tremendous amount of weight, was seemingly doing very, very well, died suddenly of severe cancer, and it was a shock to many of us. And my friend Kathy truly loved Bill, her husband, and I know this is going to hit her really, really hard. At the same time, I had another friend whose husband was in the hospital with COVID-19. It all kind of struck me you know, where am I with my gratitude, especially as we enter into this holiday season? Now, I have adopted a different spelling when writing about gratitude. I prefer the combination of gratitude and attitude. And so I kind of add the extra T in there to spell it G-R-A-T-T-I-T-U-D-E. Gratitude to me requires more effort. Gratitude with the two T's, that is. It is much more proactive, whereas gratitude is more reactive. I had a discussion the other day with my friend Coit Cooper, and gratitude kept repeatedly coming up in that interview, as hopefully you'll hear if you listen to that particular interview. But he was talking about that, that we tend to be grateful for the good things that happen in our lives, and not necessarily for the challenging things, the difficult things in our lives. And this is where we need to be more proactive with our gratitude. Gratitude is how we enter into any given situation. It is how we receive the outcome. Gratitude can be slippery. It can be like a freshly caught prize fish in the hands of a fisherman. Keeping it in our grasp may take more effort than generating our gratitude or attitude of gratitude in the first place. Gratitude requires that we start our day with thanksgiving and take productive pause throughout the day to maintain that gratitude. It requires that we see the good that can come in all circumstances and our role in a much greater purpose in life. Gratitude, with a single T, comes after we have received. Gratitude, with the two T's, on the other hand, directs what we give. I think often of the Nietzsche quote, that which does not kill me makes me stronger. And I think to me that is very much gratitude with the two T's. It enables us to understand that the things that are hard are the things that are making us better, that are directing us towards our purpose and who we are becoming for that purpose. I often think about gratitude and how am I executing my gratitude. And I often will use the phrase transformative gratitude. And that comes from a quote from William Arthur Ward, where he says, gratitude can transform common days into thanksgivings, turn routine jobs into joy, and change ordinary opportunities into blessings. 
My joy and gratitude are my responsibility. I determine my gratitude every day. I've long appreciated Arthur Ashe's response to the question of whether he ever asked the question, why me, when he was diagnosed with AIDS. He believed that if he were to say, God, why me, about the bad things that happen, then he should have to have said, God, why me, about the good things that have happened. It is a sediment to live by. I also kind of think of the quote by Pierre Teilhard de Chardin. In the final analysis, the questions of why bad things happen to good people transmutes itself into some very different questions, no longer asking why something happened, but asking how we will respond, what we intend to do now that it happened. Buddha once said, we are shaped by our thoughts, we become what we think. When the mind is pure, joy follows like a shadow that never leaves. I have to remind myself to be grateful numerous times a day. Again, I call it a gratitude check. Sometimes it takes a bit more convincing. And I don't always express my gratitude willingly. Nevertheless, it is essential to my well-centered fitness. I simply cannot be balanced spiritually, physically, intellectually, emotionally, and socially if I'm not grateful. I need to take productive pause at critical times throughout the day to remind myself of all there is to be grateful for. At the very least, I am grateful for the purposes I am given in life. I am grateful, too, that my struggles are for the greater good, for reasons beyond myself. Gratitude takes effort. Sometimes we have to be grateful for the things we didn't ask for in life. Ralph Marston once said, If you so choose, each day can be filled with even more joy than the one before. If you so choose, even the most seemingly random events can work in your favor. Joy is a choice. Gratitude is a choice. It's something we have to wake up every morning and determine. This is what we are going to do today. This is what I'm going to be thankful for today. And when, as Forrest Gump said, it happens... We choose to accept it and accept it with gratitude. I hope in this coming year, I will be more grateful and express that gratitude towards others. I hope that I will learn to give more and take less. I hope that I will be willing to accept the opportunities, whether they be hard or good, with grace and with gratitude. I hope that I will be a better person each day. In my conversation with Coyd Cooper, Viktor Frankl came up, and Viktor Frankl once wrote, everyone has his specific vocation or mission in life. Everyone must carry out a concrete assignment that demands fulfillment. Therein, he cannot be replaced, nor can his life be repeated. Thus, everyone's task is unique as his specific opportunity to implement it. I need to remind myself now and then that I am where I am supposed to be, albeit sometimes where I don't particularly want to be. I need to remember that I am raising my children, where the experiences and relationships they are making are shaping who they are becoming for God's purposes. Likewise, the opportunities I experience are serving more than myself. It is all about gratitude. Again, gratitude plus attitude. 
It is about being content and seeing the opportunity in, well, everything. And so as I kind of reflect on these recent events and, you know, the hardship that many people are facing, I have to project inwardly and consider, first off, how truly blessed I am, how I am given a purpose, and that purpose is different than anyone else's. I have to reflect on how joy comes by decision, not necessarily by gift. I often think about what is labeled in the Bible as the, or in churches, as the fruit of the Holy Spirit. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. And I'd long been taught that these are things that are a gift, that they are given to us, that they come from the Holy Spirit. But as I have aged and matured and experienced more in life, I think I've come more to realize that these are less of a gift and less of something that we cultivate, that we develop in ourselves through the Holy Spirit, for the Holy Spirit, whatever, in whatever context you want to place that, that we have the opportunity on a daily basis to express joy, to be peaceful, to be faithful, to be kind, to be gentle, to be good, and moreover, we have the opportunity for self-control, to control our emotions, good or bad, to respond to the circumstances that we are in, to respond to others' circumstances, and to do so with a grateful heart, to do so with an attitude of gratitude. And I hope that 2022 will be a year of much greater gratitude for me and for you as well. Blessings to you all. Thank you for listening. I hope you benefited from today's podcast. And until next time, keep aging well.